In this episode of Novel Predictions, Kales recaps the entire series of The Selection and its two bonus books. Have you seen Frozen 2 no, yet? No, I haven't seen it. Okay, so there's a moment when Olaf recounts the entire plot of Frozen 1 to the characters because oh they meet a bunch of new characters and it's the most fucking hilarious thing ever. So I'm going to channel my inner Josh Gad. Okay. Hi guys, welcome to Novel Predictions. I'm Kales, and I am rereading the selection this month. And I'm Allison, and I read it for the first time. And I think she hated it. Hate strong, maybe, but it's it Ooh. was a wild ride that I didn't want to be on. Okay, well, welcome to Novel Predictions. We're so excited to have you here. If you're joining us for this episode, welcome. Welcome to the end, our last episode for 2019. Welcome to the end. The end. Um... This is a podcast where we torture each other as friends and make each other read a book that the other one has not read. And then we guess what we think is going to happen. And we're bad um, and wrong. We're bad and wrong and it's awful. Um, and so that's the predictions episode. This one that you're listening to right now is the review episode. So what that means is that we've read the rest of the book. We see how terrible <laughs> and wrong the predictions are. And then we um, move forward and we switched the tables so now allison will pick a book to torture me with in january which i'm that's how yeah. that goes so normally um i would start by telling you how i feel about this book but you i, what, I want what, you, what you to tell me how you felt on rereading before i say anything okay so i i was going to do i was going to look this up because the thing about this is, I realized that Aspen is a dick. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I kind of still hate him. And that's fine. I, though, remembered why I liked this book. Because <laughs> I liked it, and I gotta be honest, I found it very relatable at the time. Okay? I was going through a really... I read this book in... I looked 2015, okay. which was just after I graduated college. Yeah. I had just gotten out of a really awful, like, really awful, emotionally abusive relationship for two years, and I was struggling with my current boyfriend, who pretty much for all intents and purposes is, like, my life partner to some degree. Like, I choose him more than I've chosen anybody else. And he, and I really struggled with moving on. And I really, really struggled with letting go of one relationship and moving on to another. And that's, I think, why I liked this book so much and why I liked this series was because I really related to America's struggle between letting go of one relationship and moving on to another and, like, letting yourself make that mistake and, like, letting yourself be okay with the fact that you, like, fucked up with this previous one and that you've decided to move on and, like, that guilt and how at the end she, like, chooses herself which is kind of debatable because she doesn't really, but because she like is choosing both yeah. of them, but which is, yeah. But at the time, it felt like choosing herself. It felt like choosing herself and it felt very relatable to me because I really did struggle with that. And it was something that also that the other thing that I liked was that I liked how this book started with a relationship. And in a lot of YAs, you don't get that breakup. Yeah. 
And it's about building a relationship. And I liked that this addressed her grief, her remorse, her guilt over the ending of a relationship and the starting of a new one. And I don't think that's talked about a lot in YA. And I think that was something very unique about it. I think the dystopian stuff is shit. I think the world is shit. I realized it. I was like, dear God, there's so many holes in this. And it just gets worse, Allison. It just gets worse. Um, there are so many holes in this. I don't don't know how to feel. But that's what I said in my review is I was like, there's something to be said for reading a story about a girl falling out of love and then in love. You know, being torn between your first love and that heartache while also trying to let your heart move on. Right. Um, and so that's the part that I really liked about it. It's never going to move above a three stars for me because I would just sit there listening to this faulty logic and I was like, this is a problem. Like, I just can't. This is really bad. And she's still kind of an idiot and I want to shake her and the world is stupid and it doesn't make sense and Aspen's a douchebag. And so I think for me... I felt very similarly and more than almost any other book we've had. I like finally had the realization of like, Oh, hindsight's 2020. This is why I liked this book. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I was able to pick it out from that moment in my life of what was so relatable and interesting. And like, cause I kept thinking to myself, I was like, why did I like these so much? I kept all of them. And I like the, the spinoff series much, much better. It's not better written. I just like the heroine so much more. <laughs> But I was like, why did I keep these? And I now I remember. And I'm okay with it, the fact that, because it meant something at that time to me. But now I'm reading the rest of the series and I'm like, maybe I don't need to keep the rest of them. <laughs> you just need the first one. I don't know. I might keep, they're very pretty. Also, also fun tidbit. I found out that one of my coworkers' cousins is the girl on the covers of the spinoffs. Okay, that's a lot of steps okay your co-worker my co-worker's cousin, cousin is the cover on, model for for the for like the spin-offs. air yes for the air and the crown all right that's cool isn't that yeah, cool that's cool that was really small cool for me are small i know anyway so that's how i felt about it please destroy all my jeans ch- <laughs> you're fine i'm not gonna have I, fun I don't, I, I, I don't think i'm gonna destroy all of them Here's okay a, well tell me what did you like it's okay if the answer's That's, nothing. It's not nothing. I, okay, so I ended up rating it two stars. Ouch. I struggled with that. Ouch. I, I felt like that was generous for me. Um, oh. But I didn't... I think it deserves two stars. I don't think it deserves less than that. So when I stopped reading it, um, I was so confused by the fact that they were calling this the end of a book that I like stared at it for a while and then immediately like instantly post on Instagram about it. Yeah, I saw. Which is not something I normally do. Like I do curate our Instagram posts pretty much. And this was, this was like such a strong reaction that I felt the need to say something to the world. Um, but that is one thing I will agree with you on. I mean, Jesus Christ. The five, the five books that are in the selection series yeah, okay, yeah. are actually two right. books. It's a book about America and a book about her daughter. Yeah. Right. And so it, that drove me absolutely insane. I, I liked... <laughs> 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 
I, I liked the... <laughs> You're just like, uh, well, uh, uh, okay. I twitch. I think that I liked the, like, the twist, not the twist, but, like, the only plot point of the whole book that America wasn't competing for Maxon and that was, like, a known thing. Like, she said, I'm not interested in dating you, but... I'll be your friend and like be your inside woman and all that. Like I thought that was actually the most compelling part of the plot. I thought it was really cool. It's a really cool portion. But she didn't do any of that. Nope. She was like, we'll do this. And then he was like, let's hang out or whatever. And then she never told him anything about the other girls. And he never asked her advice on a single fucking thing. So it became a moot point in the end for me. The other thing about this book that I struggled with was there is no plot. Um, yeah. Like at all. Yeah. I realized, I realized that too, because as I was reading it, I was like, oh my God, it takes us so long to get anything fucking started. And then I was like, and then when I finished the book, I was like, oh my God, nothing, none of what I thought happened. Nothing happened. Happened. Yeah, nothing happened. Because, like when, when Aspen came, I literally kept waiting. I was like waiting, waiting, waiting. Cause I knew that that was like the big plot twist in this one was when Aspen comes in the guard and it doesn't happen until like the book's almost yeah, you over. Yeah, like three more chapters. Yeah. And then I was like, oh my God, everything happens in the elite. Yeah. So this book was like a prequel. <laughs> yeah. To apparently a book that has a plot. Maybe. It's not a good one. <laughs> so I think that what I struggled really hard with that because I was about halfway through and I even wrote on Goodreads. I was like, does where where's the plot? Like, is there a plot? That's why because like what it is, is that like if you think about it in a three act structure, you basically I forced you to watch the first act right. of a play. And then I said, you don't get the rest yes. of it. And you're like, hold on. What? That's exactly what it was. Because and I think if I had been a person who enjoys shows like the bachelor or whatever it may have been slightly more compelling but like i don't give a fuck about these women competing for this guy's affection and it actually like skeeves me out to a big degree what do you mean by skeeves you out i'm curious i hate the concept of the women first of all especially The Bachelor, women competing for the affections of a man, like, grosses me out at my most feminist core. and Which is why I also think that, like, the the heir and the crown I like better because the their gender flipped. Right. Which, I mean, like, it's still weird. Like, no matter which way you flip it, it's weird to me. And then also the whole, like, so, like, the section, this is a good example. Maxon kisses America and she's like flustered and then all of a sudden is like actually yeah let's do this right right so he kisses her and then she like kisses him or whatever and kind of teaches him how to kiss pretty much and then like the next paragraph is some girl rushing in and being like Maxon kissed me and I just felt so angry like what the fuck man and I get that. I, He's never had a girlfriend. I get that it's a competition and like that's how The Bachelor is, right? Like you see the dates yeah. and they're, he's kissing all of these women. And it makes me cringe so hard because there's no way that any of this is fucking genuine. It's impossible. I don't believe it's possible. And so 
when that happened, <laughs> I was like pretty much team Maxon, right? Yeah. Because I fucking hate Aspen, and I still do. But that moment, and then the moment where she tries to tell him how shitty Celeste is, and he's like, "Stop bad." That happens on the that happens on the Bachelor all the time. And he's like, "Stop bad mouthing her," or whatever. And mm-hmm. she's like, she literally tried to take my dress from me, and he's like, "I don't want to hear it." Then I was officially like, "Well, you're a dick too." So I'm team nobody. Yep. I'm team this girl leaves both of your asses and goes and has her own fucking life as a three. That's the team I'm on. Yeah, that doesn't happen. I know it doesn't happen, but that's what I want to happen. In my perfect little brain world, that's what happens. Would you like to know what actually happens? I would like to know what actually happens, Kales. Why don't you tell me the rest of the story? All right, I'm ready for this. Have you seen Frozen 2 yet? No, I haven't seen it. Okay, so there's a moment when Olaf recounts the entire plot of Frozen 1 to the characters because they meet a bunch of new characters and it's the most fucking hilarious thing ever. So I'm going to channel my inner Josh Gad and see if I can do this. Um, So there's two more books I got to get through real quick. Feel free to react as needed. (laughs) We'll do that. Book one ends Mm -hmm. and we jump right back into the fact that there's six of them. And essentially, Maxin and America start reconnecting more and more and he takes her on this date and he's like, I know everything. And she's like, no, you really don't. He's like, ask me a question. Ask me anything. And he's like, she's like, what's Halloween? And so they go into this secret library where all of the journals from George Ilya and the previous world and there's a, a computer there and there's all these foreign things. And so they look it up and they take one of George's diaries, George Ilya, the founder of yeah. Ilya. And they take his diary so that she can learn what Halloween is, and they find out what Halloween is. So then Maxon offers to create a Halloween what ball for her. What the fuck are you talking so, about? This is bonkers already. Yeah. So he creates a Halloween ball for her and the other six of the girls. And so they make this into this, like, big, huge thing, and it's, like, the content, like, they have the costumes and everything, and so, and then they hire all the guards to be, like, extra men, so it's not awkward for Maxon to dance with the girls, which is just a convenient plot point for Aspen to go right. in there and be there, and so all this shit happens. America's really pissed off because he dances with all the other women and, and not her until the very end, and so she gets super jealous. A lot of this point is plot is just hinged on America's jealousy. And so then Maxon is like, no, I was saving my last dance for you so that all my obligations were out of the way. Meanwhile, she and Aspen like kind of reconnect and whatever else. So then they wake up the next morning, right? Beautiful Halloween. Everything goes well. I'm in love with him. I pick you. This is great. Wait, I'm sorry. Um, She's in love with Maxon at this point? Yes. (laughs) So, yes. So at this moment. So then they wake up the next morning and her maids come in and they're like, I'm sorry, miss, but you need to put on this black dress. And America's like, oh, my God, who has died? And she's like, nobody has died this day. And so then they lead them out into the square. And in the square, dun, 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 is Marley and one of the guards chained up together because they were fraternizing at the Halloween party. I knew that she was sleeping with one of the guards. Okay, so hold on. Pause pause the retelling of the story. Got it. (laughs) The second that... Uh, um, she confessed. No, no, no. The second that America saw her on that bench outside, oh of the yeah, garden, and there was like there was a young guard standing next to her, and I was like, she's fucking that guard, like yeah. they're in goddamn teed. And then she was yep. all weird, and then she continued to be very weird. I knew it. Okay, you can continue now. Yep. 
So they've been fraternizing and it's against the law because she's the property of Ilya and is a daughter of Ilya and she's not allowed to do that. So instead of killing them, though, Maxim has been mercied, merciful and he's instead just going to cane them 15 times. Him on the back, the guard on the back, Marley on her what? hands. Mer- yep. Public fucking caning. Sorry- Everybody goes wild and is so excited okay, for this. No, 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 no. That's not possible. Yep, it's because American like, tells him the whole story about the boy getting whipped, and he's all sympathetic about it. And then he does this that whole fucking thing about giving people food because of this story she told him. And yep. he so instead he publicly canes someone. Well, he doesn't do it; they just watch. But he decrees oh. it. Yes. So also, I forgot to mention that um, America's family comes for the Halloween ball. So America's family has to watch all of this now, too. Also, mind you, she tells her father about the secret George Ilya journal that she has. I'm dying. Oh, and she and she sees a secret conversation between Maxim and her father in the gardens and doesn't know what it's about. So all that happens. So her family has to watch. And America flips her shit about Marley getting caned and tries to get into the, the crowd and loses her mind, tries to appeal to Maxim. The guards hold her back. She's like, I hate Maxim. Aspen basically comes to her. They, she's like, how could I ever leave Aspen? He was the one who always knew me and always loved me. And Maxim's a dirty, rotten, evil man. And so, um, oh yeah, Marley and the guard are now be- um, eight, which means they're really? homeless and banished. Goodbye. Yep, they're gone. So now there's five of them. Oh my um, fucking lord. Yes. So then this continues on. Maxim is being really distant because America's like, fuck yeah, you. Yeah, clearly. And. Yeah, and so she, but she doesn't decide to leave, um, and but she can't actually in these rules. She has no will to leave. Uh, she she's not allowed. Um, so then they decide to put the girls against each other in a competition to appease diplomats, and this is supposed to see how they uh, handle foreign leaders sure. and shit. So, so. Celeste and the other two girls go to the German diplomats and America and Chris go to the other diplomats and they do this party. And essentially the Italian diplomats are like, we really hate the caste system and America, you're a five and we saw what you did with the Marley thing. We support you. They hand her like a secret number and are like, anything that we can do to help you win the selection will help mm. you. Right, um, so like plot, she forges... Of. Yeah, so she forges the bond with the Italian government, which is what Ilya has been seeking all along, and blah, blah, blah. So, so now then, she has meanwhile, she has value, exactly, which before she really yeah. didn't. So, and you, and oh, that was the other thing, too, is that, like, she was declining in the polls, and, like, so, oh, and Celeste and her get into a fist fight, which happens Why aren't they at some point. Because fucking that one girl Be- got sent home for slapping Celeste. Because apparently Celeste has been ki- uh, committing violent crimes, like sticking glass in girls' shoes and shit, and... What? She hasn't been... Neither one of them gets sent home. Jesus. Um, yeah. So... I, I know you're to hate Celeste, but, like, I truly, really hate her. Just because she has no character. Just wait. Okay. So then... So then... um, Oh, there's, like, more rebel attacks. Yeah. Which is a thing and, like, brings her and Aspen together. Oh, and they start sending secret notes and secret rendezvous shit. Um, I'm trying to go faster because um, <laughs> we still have to get your to predictions, your addictions this, this, and I'm only on book uh, two. This episode is 30 minutes longer so that we can recount these extra books. <laughs> exactly. Because um, I really just should have made you read the whole series. Um, but I'm I think so you would have killed me. I did not. Okay. So then, so there's more, so some foreign war that's going on, right? The, the shit in New Asia has happened. So King Max, Ma- the king and Maxim have to go to New Asia. Um, and one of the girls has a connection there. So they're going to stay at her parents' house. Um, oh, also, right before they leave, though, Maxon reveals that he actually did not send Marley and her 
guard man off. He let them get married and then employed them in the house under disguises and under different names. So he's like redeeming himself at this point. Yes, because he was like, he had no choice. He couldn't do that. Also, during one of the rebel raids, America gets like chased out of the palace. They like fight them inside and they steal a bunch of books. Um, Which America. Nope. Um, Really? They just, they steal a bunch of books. Oh, so this is like the rebels, like they want the books or whatever. Max and yes, like, the it, northerners want something. Yep, the books. And and so then America is actually hiding in the in the gardens and two, one of the rebels sees her, gives her a bow and then leaves and like doesn't hurt her, which America's like, what the fuck is that? And, um. Okay. And so, yeah, so all that happens. Um, is her father the um, late leader of this rebellion? Yes, God fucking dear. I am so. <laughs> All right. He's the leader of the Northern he Rebellion. He is the leader of the. Of course he is. Yep. Of course he is. So. Okay. okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. You don't find that out. You don't find that out till book sure, three, though. Course. So I should, then, we should have read this whole series. That would have been so funny. Okay. I know Please it's continue. okay. So then <laughs> it's okay. So then, um, so then their next project that they're given while Maxon and the King are away is they have to give a presentation that will broadcast on the report. And they have to, like, pitch something that they think will be better for the sis- for the kingdom. Ameri- so the Maxon and the king get back. And America, based off of Gregory Ilya's journals, she thinks that they should get rid of the casts. And she says this on public radio in front of everybody. She pulls out the journal. The king shuts off the broadcast, takes the journal from her, and is pissed. And says that Maxon needs to get rid of her. Ma- um, America even tries to, like, leave. And Maxon says, no, don't you dare. And um, then she finds out during another attack from the Southern Rebels, which are the much more violent right. ones, um, she finds out that Maxon's father beats him. What? Yep. So Maxon, every time he defies his father, has gotten hurt. So with the Marley, with, you know, with keeping America, he is continuously whipped by her, by his dad. What the fuck? That came out yep. of nowhere. Yep. He's all like, my parents um, are so loving and they're so like generous and beautiful. Nope. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Yep. And then, um, so then they like, they they kiss and sure. during this and you know, and she realizes how much she loves Maxon and that she's gonna fight for him and you know, although his father is on this crusade to get rid of her, now. right? Of course. So that's where that ends. That's, <laughs> that's the end two. of the elite. Yes. Okay, wait, hold on. <laughs> Reaction? What the fuck was that? That's like a garbage fire. Um, <laughs> I mean, it has plot, but it's terrible. Um, what's up with Aspen? Is he just like, it's fine, you can love Maxon? Yeah, he's kind of He's just become, not he's there. become a wet blanket. Yeah. Great. I can't believe I guessed <laughs> that her dad was the leader of the rebellion. I also think he's going to die. Guess what he yep, does? Fuck yes. Yep. So, book three. Wait, the one. Stop. Should I predict how this book ends? <laughs> Do okay. it. Go. Okay. How does this book end? Her dad dies 100%. Uh, oh, fucking shit. She wins, clearly. Um, yes. She eliminates the caste system. Okay. Which she... Sh- I don't... That's another whole point I have with the other first book is like nobody's questioning this horrible thing. Everyone's right. just like, well, you know, she's an eight, so she's lower than dirt. 
and that's just right. accepted. Uh, anyway, um, Aspen fucks off. I don't care to wear. Oh, he comes back and I know, three. but like he can fuck off at the end. Like, okay, maybe. No, he's not gonna die. That would be too tragic. But he goes away. Maybe he falls in love with someone else. Um, who does he fall in love with? Uh, fucking Celeste. That's what I want to happen. Okay, cool. This is absolutely not what happens in the book. I just this is what I want to happen. That's okay. Keep going. Um, the king gets deposed because Maxon exposes that he's been hiding like the true history of Ilya. Because the fucking there's a thing in the first book where they're like being quizzed on the history of their country. And somebody's like, why don't we have mm-hmm. textbooks? And the teacher's like, you're supposed to just know these things. And so then it's yeah. revealed that there are no textbooks about history. So that's right. a fucking red flag if I've ever seen one. Yep. Um, the Southern Rebels, what do they want? They want... They want... I mean, they're super lethal. So I feel like they want to kill... They just like want to get rid of the monarchy altogether. While right. the Northern Rebels want to expose the lie of the monarchy and change things that way. Okay. Yes. You ready? Okay. Let's go. <laughs> um, so the novel opens up with a rebel attack uh-huh. and, but however, they kidnap Maxon and America and America identifies them as the people she saw, okay. right. That didn't arrest her. And one of them is the August Ilya. So like the descendant, uh-huh. the like bastard descendant of George Ilya. Okay. And Georgia, who doesn't matter. They want to end the caste system. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the Northern Rebels. But the other Rebels also want to destroy the monarchy and keep people in the lower castes. Like, they want to... Oh, just... they just want to take over. Yes. Whereas the Northern ones are like, we want to get rid of the caste. Um, and they are in full support of Max and choosing America. Because they think it's good for the cause. Yeah. <laughs> So, so I was right about um, that. Amer- right. So um, Celeste is really pissed off that America's gained so much popularity and she apologizes for her behavior and they like kind of reconcile. Ew, no. Yep. yep. And then um, so then America decides she wants to know more about these northern rebels. So Aspen helps her sneak out to go visit these rebels. And right. but when they when they leave, America's shot and the Southerners attack them. Wait, she's and, shot. Yeah, she gets by shot by the Southerners. Um, yep, who attack the Northern rebels? Oh, 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 oh uh, okay. while she's there. So the rebels are fighting each other as well. Yes, and then um, so then also she gets in touch with the Italian princess, who says she'll give weapons to the Northern people who want to destroy the oh, cast Jesus. and fight against the Southern rebels. So it gets a little political. Um, however, the 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 selection's still <laughs> happening. So so all of this is happening. So as part of one of her tests, um, the king gives the girls the test that they have to judge and sentence people to jail, uh, petty criminals. Wait, are there? Did anyone get eliminated? In Not the last yet. Book except for Marley. Nope. Nope. Just Marley. Fuck? So yeah, we're getting there. So um. I mean, one of them might have got thrown out in somewhere, but it doesn't matter. Right now, you need to know that there's still a bunch of them. Right. There's still there's a, a good chunk of them. Right. So so they challenge America. Like, you have to get rid of this guy's... Uh, you have to jail this guy who stole clothes for his children. Mm. And America's like, fuck yeah. no. So instead, she sells her jewelry and pays off his debts in front of everyone. 
Um, again, all of this is publicized. King is pissed, not too happy. Um, but then America pulls her Italian card and is like, I know these people. You want this alliance? Here it is. Yep, exactly. And so there's that struggle. Maxon finally admits his love for America. This is the first Um, time. Yep. Um, on Christmas, apparently. And then, oh, but America, uh, but America's about to say, I love you back. But America, a messenger comes in and tells her her father is dead. Good, good, good. Um, yep. Her father's dead. And, um, does she know he's the leader of the rebels at this point? Nope. So then though, then she gets into a fight with her older brother. The one that abandoned the family. Yep. And, And if she doesn't like help him and give him money, he will expose her in Aspen. That's a dick. That's I don't a know. dick move. Yep. Also, she gets like some secret last minute note from her dad and she finds out that he was a northern rebel. Okay. In the letter. Right. So then everybody else gets eliminated except America and Chris. Who the is Chris been relevant this whole time? Chris was the one that she worked on the Italian uh, government yeah. with like she was like they were partners in that against the other girls but, like in your memory was chris like a prominent character in these books in the second one she's remembered okay. because it's also like uh, chris was the one that was developing a, a romantic relationship with max and that made america jealous okay um so the celeste then, finally uh, went the fuck home yep celeste goes home. i care about so, bye yep, celeste. celeste goes home um yeah but she comes God back damn just it. wait so, so, wait. I'm here. Then America sees the northern symbol as a necklace on Chris and realizes that Chris has been a northern rebel this whole time. <laughs> what? And, and then Maxon reveals to everybody that he's chosen America. Uh-huh. Woohoo! Um, Aspen then barges into America's room when they're making out, is pissed. America tries to talk to Aspen. Maxon then realizes she and Aspen were in a relationship. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh. And Maxon pulls back his proposal. Oh, my God. Fucking who yep. could have seen that coming? But, however, there's still an engagement ceremony. Because they already announced it. Well, yep. Are you ready for this? No, probably not. The king's pissed. Nobody's happy that America's getting picked. It's a big thing that they're like... The whole deal is that, like, nobody really wants this. We've got all these problems, right? And these unresolved issues, right? She's not contacting the Northern Rebels. We're getting to the end of the book, and you're like, what the fuck is happening? I don't understand. How is all of this going to be tied up? What's the bow? Are you ready? Because I don't think you're ready for the bow. have to be, I think. The Southern Rebels get into the castle and literally kill everyone. (laughs) What do you mean everyone? Except, except Maxon and America... And Aspen. But Celeste is killed. Chris is killed. The king and queen are killed. All of the problems go away because she decides to pull in a bunch of rebels and they all get shot. Oh, also, Maxon takes a bullet for America. Wait, wait, Saves wait, wait, her wait, wait, wait. life. She, oh, the, okay. So the author just doing his yeah, the author guns them all down. Everybody. Everything. Rebels. So literally, Maxon ascends to the throne um, America's the only person left in the selection, and he dissolves the casts uh-huh. because he's almost dead, and he realizes in the face of death, you were the one I loved all along, and 
Um, she accepts the proposal, and um, what's up with Aspen? Uh, that's it. Aspen says he loves her, but she picks Maxim. He's um, just like well, because fuck he's... me, I guess. Yep. <laughs> um, that actually makes me really happy because I hate him. Yep. And then um, you find out in the later books he ends up with Lucy the maid, the jittery one. Yep. Because he needs a girl to protect who's Ew. weak. Oh, that makes me oh, so sad. Oh, also, also, um, their daughter calls him, like, Uncle Aspen Gross. and Aunt Lucy. Gross. That's not okay. Yep. I can't, wait. So, like, there's all these problems that are totally unresolved. And then yep. everyone just gets yep. shot? And that's just how we yep. resolve it? Everybody dies. What? Yep, it's the worst. That's insane. It's the worst. Why the fuck would you end your series? Like, it sounds like she didn't realize it was going to be a trip. Like, she had to write three books. I don't know what the fuck happened, but she literally brought in a dozen gunmen and killed off all the problems. So, so there was never, never any, like, resolution with... Nope. The Southern... So are the Southern Rebels still a thing in the other books? No, they fight a war and they all go away. The other books are solely focused on the selection. Great. So there's no plot. Yeah, but guess what? She doesn't pick a guy from the selection. She picks one of their tutors. And she's like, fuck everyone. Yep, and then they get married at the end after having known each other for a couple of weeks. They literally get married that day. They're like, we've never dated, we've never kissed, and... Um, I like him. I'm in love with him. He's not from the selection. Can I marry him? And her parents are like, yes. And then they get married. Why do they even have a fucking selection then? Like, I don't get it. Yeah. They have a selection because it worked for Aspen and um, for America. No, and it Maxim. didn't. Everyone and died. Did. That's what they say in the book. Because <laughs> she's like, what do you mean you're making me go through this old archaic tradition? And they're like, we really think that you should do this because it worked for us and we want you to do it. It didn't. And then she's a bitch about it the whole time. Good, she like walks bullshit. in the room. It's great. She walks into the room at one point and she looks at all the men in front of her and she like picks ones out and she goes, y'all are eliminated because you're ugly. Goodbye. Like, you know, she doesn't <laughs> like the look of them. And they leave. And then her parents get mad at her. Uh, yeah. Yep. Welcome. Wow, Hello. That's, Hi. That's the worst. This is the you worst. You were right on some things. I was right on some things. So maybe we should get into her predictions because <laughs> we spent a lot of time recapping those books. It was a delight, but. Yes, you're welcome. Um, but don't you, that don't you see why I hate the ending? It's the worst ending in the history of ever. Oh, yeah, Nothing is resolved. She literally comes in. There's a play that I love called Blue Heart by Carol Churchill. And in the play, it's kind of about a writer trying to figure out their process. And so the scenes repeat themselves often, right? And they change in different directions, like as a writer's process. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And one of the scenes, I should you not, after one of the moms gives a monologue, she has a gunman come in and just shoot everyone <laughs> and then the scene restarts and that's what it always makes me think of so yeah that is absolutely ridiculous i can't yep even process how dumb that is so you're welcome i did not make you read the whole series oh god yeah for real okay i'm ready to cool. review my predictions <laughs> I think, you know what, here's the thing I will say about your predictions, is that you had shit, right? Yeah. Like, they, like, you, to a degree, 
got some of it that would have happened over the course of three books, yeah. just not in one book. Well, because this book wasn't a story. It was a prequel. No. It was like, let, let me introduce you to these characters. Now we're going to create some plot later. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, cool. So, yeah. Uh, let me pull up the questions. Here at Novel <laughs> Predictions, we ask a series of questions that kind of help out with our predicting process and get us through. Um, they get us through the whole process. Um, there's a couple of them. And... Yeah, we're going to go over the questions, go over what Allison said, and see how wrong slash kind of right she was. Yeah, wrong for the book, right for the series, maybe. Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay, so the first question is, does the main character fall in love? Allison said. Yeah, so she's going to end up with Maxon. Yeah, clearly. I mean. Uh, yeah, and you were right, and she picked up Maxim. I mean, I feel like that was kind of bullshit, because you know, I mean, I know enough about the books just by being a librarian to know that there's a mm -hmm. second series about her daughter and her daughter is a princess. So, but yeah, but yeah, um, fuck Aspen. Yeah. He's not great. I don't like either of them at the end of the first book, but Aspen is the worst. So I think Maxon, like, I think the other hard part about Maxon is that he does all these shitty things and then it's like, Oh, but you're supposed to feel bad for him because he's abused. Yeah. Like that's such a weird thing. Like, that's, uh, whatever. And also, he's, like, this sweet cinnamon rolly boy, and then he's, like, but fuck your opinion. And you're, like, wait. I know. Excuse me? I thought we were, like, really good friends, and now you just won't listen to me. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's not great. Neither it's of these boys are good. No. No. But I do like the cinnamon rolly nerdy tutor person that Adrian, or whatever her name is, picks the daughter does. Well, so. I'm glad that she... Like, Kira Cass figured some shit out. Yeah, the problem was is just that they, like, didn't have any... They just get married, and it's like, no, why are you treating marriage like that? Oh, also, does um anyone have sex in these books? Nope. Really? Because, like, we made a big deal about it being illegal. I think somebody should have had sex. Okay, whatever. Maxon and America get close when Aspen walk in on them. They're, like, fooling around. That time, yeah, they're fooling around a little bit. But nobody has sex. Okay. She's pregnant, though, in the one of the short stories that's in between the two series. You talk about that. Well, they're married at that point, right? Yep. Cool. Okay. Oh, and she and Marley also have an awkward conversation about sex, which is hilarious, but she never mentioned sex. So it's like they're meeting in this secret hallway in the Elite, and Marley's hands are healing or whatever else, and she's just so happy to be alive. And, and America's like, so did you have you done it <laughs> and marley like looks at her confused she goes oh oh of course we've done it yeah i and knew then she was boning like, well, down on sun guard i mean i like right. seriously saw her on the bench and i was like not even like oh she's having a secret like loving relationship with some guard i was like they're fucking they're fucking like well no they weren't no they were Be don't lie it's i don't well, care uh, what they I, say. <laughs> well she says in the book she's like well america's like well how was it and marley goes the first time it was weird but the second time was much better. Cool. <laughs> what a cool statement. What a totally useful amount of information. But they never say sex. They never say sex. And it bothers me. I'm telling and you I'm right like, now that oh they were God. having sex, like, the whole time. Well, apparently they, they were caught with the cameras fooling around in a closet. So they probably were boning. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, please continue with the questions. What tropes do you think you'll see? Allison said. All of them. Yeah. 
We're already we've listed a lot. <laughs> okay, love triangle. We got a sister. Yeah, love triangle. Um, little sister. The like uh, pushy social climber mom. Yeah. Um. The handsome, charismatic on camera, but like actually a shy soft boy, royal. Mm-hmm. The like rebellious, harder shell, other part of the love triangle. There's gonna be some like catty female bullshit. I said. I mean, you got these right. Yeah. You said like love triangle. You talked about like the sister who also like never appears. Yeah, again. what the hell? She was um, such a big important part of this book. She is in the elite, and then not so much in the one. Her dad becomes much more like the figure. Um, and so. Um, you said that you said like the quirky family members and again she like really does in this rest of the series have much more of a connection with her father than her mother yeah um you mentioned you know the stereotypical girls which is very true with the mean girl and the <laughs> the really sweet bubbly nice one and um i think you you were spot on with a lot of your tropes actually yeah i which is funny because i feel like i for the series, that's absolutely true. Like, she didn't have a stronger mm-hmm. connection with her father in this book. No. Well, I mean, she did a little bit, but not visibly. Like, they only communicated yeah. twice or whatever. Right. So, but I think it's interesting that I could tell that just from the first moment of, with her family in the beginning of this book. Right. So, kudos so to I guess me, that's I guess. A, well, and kudos to Kira Cass, I guess, for dropping that. Um... Then it was, is there a mentor? Allison said. Yeah, I feel like because of America's cast, she's probably going to connect with the servants or like at least a Mm -hmm. a servant or two in a way that some of the other girls won't. You were not very sure on this one. You talked about, there wasn't. I mean, Sylvia was a shitty instructor all around. God, I hated her. She is like, um, what's her name from Hunger Games? The Oh, Evie? Yeah, that's how she reminded Effie. me of. Effie. Effie. Effie, yeah. She reminded Effie. me of Effie because I was like, you're just shitty to yeah. everyone. Um, yeah, but America wins her over by like giving her some jewelry at the Italian party. Uh, <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah. Um, Such character so development. Like, she was shitty. Her maids were like They were like not. sisters. I feel like they were surrogate yeah. sisters. They were, which I also really kind of hated the fact that we, like, totally glazed over the fact that Lucy was, like, 100% physically abused and raped, and it was just, like, she's dealing with PTSD, and there is no way to help her. That is something I and actually except, am- except give her Aspen, who's this big, strong, motherfucking guy who just wants to take care of women, and I'm like, great. Hell. Yeah, but, so, he doesn't end up with Anna, the strong one, or Mary, he ends up with fucking Lucy, who, like, needs this big, strong man in her life. Gross. That, I think, bothered me more than anything, that realization when you were talking at the podcast last time, and I couldn't say anything when you were talking about this unhealthy relationship, and I was like, fuck, and he ends up with Lucy? God damn it. Well, and the other thing about Lucy that I was confused, because when they first talked about it, it sounded like, right, she, like, got pulled away and sexually abused at least Mm -hmm. if not like raped all the way and but then when they kind of delve into the like blow by blow of the night it sounds like she was being dragged away but wasn't she was like saved like somebody killed the guy and then he 
fell on top of her and like bled out on top of her. So that's horrifying. But I don't think he yeah. successfully dragged her away to sexually assault her. Right. It was just that was the intent. And then You know, it felt it felt very um Kaz's story in Yeah, yeah. Six of Crows. In Six of Crows. Yeah, where he's like traumatized by being on the Six of Crows spoilers, I guess. Being on the yeah. um like barge of dead bodies. Yeah. And that like the touching thing. I mean, it's absolutely PTSD. Like that's what she's suffering from. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, I love that that's not addressed. That's great. Not in the slightest. And she is saved by another big strong man. Um <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to die? Allison said. But then they go after her the rebel faction without Aspen's knowledge, of course, goes after her family, Duh. kills her sister or her dad, because her dad is a very sympathetic character. I said her dad. You did say her dad. I said her dad or her sister. Didn't mm-hmm. I? So Yes you did. Fucking there you go. And you said you wanted Aspen to die. I still but... want Aspen to die. <laughs> Nope. He ends up with Lucy and ends up being, like, really good friends with the royal family. I feel like it would have been a better ending with the gunmen if Aspen had, like, died protecting them and been like, I love you. Yeah. But and I'm going to, like, die so that you can have the life you deserve. Right. Instead of being like, oh, I survived. Guess I'll fuck the maid. Yeah. Whatever. Because, like... Yeah, like, Maxon, when Maxon shot, he, like, commands Aspen to get America out of the room, and he does, and then that's when Aspen confesses his love to her. Ew, gross. Like, pick your moment, man. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Also, I will just say that there was, like, a point, a moment in the first book where I was like, okay, maybe we could have an Aspen redemption arc, and then he just fucking ruined it. Like, um, yeah. when he was like, I'm so, he, he was apologizing for all the bullshit he did. Yeah. And I was skeptical still because even like, that's still an abuser tactic, right? To like come crawling back yeah. and apologize and I'll never do it again and whatever. Um, so I was like, okay, like this could still break bad, but it's possible that maybe he'll end up being better than I thought. But then when he... She was saying, he was asking her, like, do you love Maxon or whatever? And she was like, no, but I feel things for him. Like, I'm not unaffected by him. Right. He was like, well, I'm not going to give up. And like, blah, 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 blah. And it was so pushy that I was just like, yep, you're still the same shitty person. I don't care for you. And I would like you to leave. Right? It's so... I, I was had a really hard time with him. I was like, America, it's no contest. But, but again, going back to it, and especially in the elite, too. Max and Unfortunately, shitty. Max and shitty. Like, the thing that happens with Marley wrecks her. And what I love about it is that it is a very human moment for her to go back to something that's comforting. Right. Because, like, she and Aspen, like, go at it that night. And, like, he's there and they're together and she's like why did I ever leave you and in the morning she's like oh fuck what did I do and it but to me it's like very it is very human of her you know there there's a there's a reason that something so traumatic and so triggering can let you fall back you fall back on old habits I Um, I do honestly 
Because I know you said... So, like, I have to... That's just hard. It's hard for me to not fault her right. for that. I just wish that, like, okay, by the end of the Elite, I wish it was over. <laughs> but it's not, and that's unfortunate. Well, and I think, for me, America was, like, my least objectionable character. Like, I didn't... I know you had said at the beginning that you really disliked America when you were reading these books. I was mad because she couldn't make up her mind. Right. But I think I... But I think I have more sympathy now with her, again, with twenty twenty hindsight. Yeah. Like, I think that she is making a lot of human choices, like you said, that make a lot of sense. But she's picking between two bad things, in my opinion. Like, it doesn't seem like either of these options are what she should be doing at all. So that's what's frustrating for me, is that she can't pull herself out of it enough to say, actually, fuck both of this, these things. Like, I will, I will do my own thing and leave. Right, but I think the problem is, is that, like, and I think that's why Kira Cass had to come in and kill everybody, because, like, she <laughs> built up this whole thing. No, I'm not kidding, but it was, like, this whole thing of, like, well, I would pick Maxon, but he comes with the princessness, and I don't want the princess right. role. Right, So, but then, so Kira Cass had to basically literally wipe everything out, so it was Maxon or Aspen, and the princess thing wasn't a factor, because Maxon was like, we're gonna rebuild everything, and we can make it how we want to. And then it was like, oh... It's easy now. But, like, the only way she could get away with that was if she literally destroyed everything else. But I feel like it, like it there was... forced it. Even, like, it, yeah. it's forcing her to make a decision then because, one, Maxon doesn't have anyone else to pick. I mean, he could just be like, fuck this. I'll pick my own wife. That's also true. But, but, like, America's, like, the first girl. I didn't think about that. America's, like, the first girl he's ever fallen in love with. And I'm not saying that that doesn't happen. Yeah, sure. But, like, even you and your husband, who are high school sweethearts, had people before that. And it's like, hold on. I don't know. I guess I can't judge. I'm dating. I'm in love with the third person I've only ever dated. It's just, and then, it just seems like maybe But it just people, seems a lot. Yeah. Like, like, are you sure? Like, maybe you should have, like, yes. like, looked around a little bit more at other than just these women that are, like, trapped in your home. Exactly. Okay. Anyway, let's continue. <laughs> This is a long this episode, is a y'all. one. Sorry, guys. It's fine. What's the twist? Allison said. She's going to find out that Aspen is a rebel. Um, and he's going to basically use his emotionally manipulative te- techniques to convince her to try to help him, like, bring down the monarchy. Okay. Um, which I think she will probably kind of half-heartedly go along with for a while while she's still falling in love with Maxim. Mm-hmm. Um, something will happen like her family gets attacked or um, Aspen attacks them. But I think it's probably more likely that unrelated rebels attack her family and somebody gets gravely injured or dies. And she confronts Aspen and says, what the fuck? Yeah. And he's like, but it's still a just cause. I'm so sorry, but whatever. And she's like, all right, I'm going to dump the zero and get with the hero. That was wrong as hell. Yeah. I was super wrong. And I was so annoyed whenever Aspen came in as a guard. I was like, this is way less compelling. I will say, though, my twist is kind of. Your twist is right. Just wrong person. Right. It's her dad. And it was not yep. a. In, since there's two rebel groups, was which was not clear to me at the time. Which is fine because it's not really clear. It doesn't get clear until the elite when there's the because the selection there's the two different attacks, but the elite they really see it when the guns come into play. Well, and Max and like, it's like says oh, like the southerners yeah. are more deadly or whatever. But his his 
it's just speculation too because right like his father doesn't whatever oh i have a question did the like it, did the history of Ilya thing come into play of like that's what the northerners wanted there weren't supposed to be casts or whatever yeah so she you get entries from george Ilya's journals uh-huh as it goes on and you learn more about like how things were supposed to go versus how they weren't supposed to go and that's how she gets the idea to eliminate the casts is from george somehow um okay so that was important that they were like not giving them the full history of Ilya. yes because the whole thing was this the so when america tells her father about the secret library her father spends the time when he's at the castle searching for the secret library then he finds it and eventually tells the rebels and that's what leads to their northern attack oh sure and why they attack them outside so that they can go inside the castle, steal the books, and not hurt anybody. And that's, those are the rebels that she meets in the garden, and she they, like, don't hurt her. Okay. And she's like, what do you mean they're not hurting me? And they're just stealing books. And it's because America accidentally revealed to the rebels where the history of Ilya lived. Got it. That makes sense. And, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. That's how that okay. came out. So the books were important. Yeah. Okay. Well, so my twist was wrong, because I thought that Aspen was going to be part of the rebel group. Um, he wasn't. He wasn't, but not till later. Kind of like he kind of gets in the one. He kind of gets because he helps her go to the house. Well, I was gonna say they, they kind of all are at that point, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, whatever. Bummer. But I but mean, you were right in that the twist was having someone on the inside was a part of the rebellion, right? So, which I feel like is pretty good for what I got. That's true. Why is the story from the main character's perspective? Why are they important? Allison said. I think it's from her perspective because she is that token lower caste person that they included. Um, yeah. And she's not supposed to win, but because of some internal value that she has, like she's compelling to Maxim in some way. She like mm-hmm. goes beyond where she's supposed to. So she's like an outlier. I said it was because she's like a lower caste person. Yes. But I think the reality... And she's even she's even lower than the queen. But what's the reality? I think the reality is that the reason the story, which you don't find out till the fucking end of the trilogy, is from her perspective is because her father is the leader of this rebel group. Yep. I mean, otherwise, a lot of this shit wouldn't have happened. Like, she, they wouldn't have found the books or, like, you know, supported Max. She wouldn't have had the... Well, and she wouldn't have had the whole history book where she found out about Halloween and, like, the whole thing. Right. You know. Yeah, exactly. So that's definitely why. I don't think it has anything to do with cast, really, other than, like, she knows how it is to be poor. Right, which is what compels her to be compelling. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. I also feel like there's yeah. a lot of Maxon just being, like, vastly interested in her because she's so foreign to him. Yes, which is a little bad. Yeah, which is kind of icky. Mm-hmm. He's just like, tell me about the time you went hungry. And you're like, I don't want and to. Also, <laughs> well, and also, like, I hated her redheadedness was, like, this foreign thing. Like, I get it. Redheads are a minority in the white-skinned world of having of hair colors. But, like, yeah, it's a, they it's made a her red hair sure. turn... Yeah, they made her red hair turn out to be... There's a lot of redheaded YA heroines now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Um, cool. 
Uh, other st- thoughts. What other stories does this remind you of? Uh, you mentioned The Bachelor and Hunger Games. And now that I've read this more, it is so Hunger Games. Yeah, even with the like rebels and the inside job and how everything gets like destroyed in the yeah, end. Yeah, they just fucking blow it up. Yep. God, YA in late 2000s, early 2010s, man. What were we reading? <laughs> I don't know. I was, there's this, um, I think it's Penguin Random House that's been posting like a day, every day about the YA of the decade. And so they've been like 2010, oh, 2011, whatever. So this, in 2010, they, I guess The Matched came out in 2010. Oh, I hate that book. I, I have that book. Read I hate it. it. I hate it. I hate it. Oh my God. No, it's so bad. I will never make you read it because I can't force myself to reread it. Well, they, I don't think I can do it. The statement they made was like, this book changed the face of YA. And I was like, did what? it? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I don't think you're right about that. Penguin I'm Random sorry. House. Hold on. No, I would attribute it back to the Hunger Games was the, was the, the dystopian the trend. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It was Harry Potter, then it was Twilight, started the Vampire Queries, and then it was Hunger Games that started the dystopian trilogy love triangle shit. Because let's talk about Matched, um, Delirium, The Selection, Legend, like, that's what was, oh, um, Unwanted, that's what was popular. Sorry. Yeah, it was weird. I was like, I don't think that that's true. But maybe they published that one and they didn't publish any of the other dystopians. (laughs) I wonder who, yeah, uh, I know that penguin it's harper did the selection um now i'm curious if penguin random house did (laughs) did that yeah Um, it's weird while i am looking this up that was the selection do you have any final thoughts that book was balls i hated it i no hate strong i really disliked it there are a couple of points where i'm like okay like i think that america is a human and i appreciate that at least her character had some depth. Everyone else was a cardboard cutout. Um, yeah, they were. That's about all I can say in a positive way about this book. I hate love triangles. I don't like reality television shows where people pretend to be in love with each other. This was a this was a big capital T torture for me. Yeah. So Sorry. I've been just trying to decide whether or not to capital T torture you in January. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. And I decided right. not explicitly. Well, I like I'm not picking a book where I'm like, is that my Christmas present? <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. You are not. I'm not giving you a book that I inherently think you will hate. OK, in case you care. um, So Hunger Games was this scholastic. Oh, yeah. Legend, uh, Legend is Penguin Random House, but Matched is also Penguin Random House. Delirium's HarperCollins. Selection is HarperCollins. So that's why they mentioned Matched. Well, and Legend came out a lot later, so. It did. They'll get to yeah. it, I'm sure. I haven't looked at today's. 2013, I think. Anyway. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, would you like to know what you're reading in January? Yes, what am I reading? Shall I guess? You should guess. Okay, it's adult. Um, it's okay. fantasy. <laughs> no! Uh, uh, okay. What? <laughs> you okay over there? You don't yeah, want it to fine. be fantasy? No, I don't, but it's okay. It's romance. Go for it. Oh my god, is it the second one in the 
the Deborah Harkness series? No, I'm not that mean. Oh. I just told you I wasn't explicitly torturing you. Eh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> hey, I gave you a choice. I said YA or adult, and you picked adult. So I don't want to read YA right you now. You made your own bed. Um, I did. Is it The Night Circus? No. Um, it is oh. like a fairy tale-ish. Uprooted? Yes. Yes! <laughs> I'm excited! Yeah, so we are going to read Uprooted by Naomi Novik. Um, And I own that book! It's very good. I also own it. (gasps) That's so exciting. I don't think we have read any books where we both own it. Um, It's really good. I really loved it. I was kind of thinking like, oh, it's been, hasn't been that long since I read it, but it's actually been almost two years, so. That's long. Yeah, that's long enough that I don't remember everything for sure. It is a long book. It is 435 pages. Holy shit, fuck. Is it on Libro? <laughs> I don't know. I think there's an audiobook. Um, so I have a hard time I have a hard time listening to fantasies on audiobook though, I'll be honest. Um they're hard for me sometimes. Yeah, cuz you kind of have to keep track of stuff. There uh, Yeah. It's not like a high fantasy where there's like a lot of bullshit magic and yeah. You know, like things you have to know, like the names of gods and isn't it beauty and isn't it isn't it beauty and the beast retelling so i will or sleeping beauty they, they did like market it as a beauty and the beast retelling and i would caution you to not think of it that way okay because like i fi- from what i remember like all i know and we can go over this later but there's like some it's like a dragon in a castle or something like that maybe not yeah i no, don't know yep yeah so yeah when, okay uh, uprooted for january uprooted for january i if you're reading with us and you haven't read it before like I said, they marketed it as Beauty and the Beast, and I wouldn't, I don't think, don't think of it that way. Think of it as its own, like, unique fairy tale, because I think it skews your view of the story if you think of it as um, Beauty and the Beast. But right, I'll take that. It's very good, and I'm very excited to reread it, and I'm excited to make Kales read it. Yay, we're excited to have you join us. Yes, yeah, so please read along if you haven't read it. Um, if you have read it, revel in our discussion of it and kale's probably terrible predictions um i'm sure it's gonna suck (laughs) and this episode is super long and we have to leave it's too much yes we gotta go it's too much we gotta go okay (laughs) i'm kale and i'm allison keep making novel predictions bye bye